HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Eating Matters, where we talk about food policy and how it impacts all of us. I'm your host, Jenna Liot, and we're broadcasting from Roberta's on Heritage Radio Network. Today we have a special episode of Eating Matters um, because I want to dedicate it to Hannah Weiss. Um, She is somebody who was integral to the show and a very important person to me and is somebody who we recently lost. Hannah had been working as an intern for the show for the past three months, and on December 31st, she and her family, her parents and her brother, with whom she was incredibly close, were among the 12 people who died in a plane crash in Costa Rica on the way back from vacation. In addition to this being a tragic shock and loss for her family, friends, and anyone who knew her, this has been a really, really tough blow for me personally and for the Eating Matters family because Hannah was a big presence here. I only had the pleasure of working with her um, this previous uh, Eating Matters season, which was far, far too short of a time. But from this limited time that I knew her, I can tell you emphatically that she was incredibly bright, charming. She was an enthusiastic young woman who was really passionate about the work that she was involved in. She was 19 years old. Um, This is something that I personally forgot time and time again. There was, when I I first um, met Hannah and we had spoken and, you know, I invited her to work on the show with me. I said, you know, come sit in on this uh, one recording of Eating Matters and we'll meet after. We'll kind of, you know, get like get to know each other better. We'll chat. We, you know, we'll, we'll have a beer um, and just kind of like plan the next couple episodes. And when I hung up the phone, it it like struck me. I was like, oh, my oh my God, she's 19. We can't have a beer together. I uh, So, you know, it just... I had to backtrack on that one, but it was a testament to she, you know, how mature and and why she was and how much she had accomplished um, at such a young age. Um, you know, in terms of what you know, I can tell you about. I mean, she, yeah. So she was she was a high performer, an overachiever in the best possible way, and 
in, you know, you hadn't had the pleasure of hearing her voice on the show. This was something that we had um, planned to do this upcoming season. Um, you know, despite that, she contributed in a numer- you know, numerous ways. She was super proactive. She wanted to take on more and more responsibilities with me, which we were, you know, in, in the midst of kind of planning. And she was providing support for me. She wanted to with fundraising and social media and promotional activities. And, and these are things that, you know, she really wanted to take on work that, quite frankly, had been sort of pushed to the back burner for me. Um, so that was, you know, that was amazing. And, um, she was also, I mean, for me, like a a trusted advisor and an awesome sounding, uh, sounding board. So she, I trusted her opinion on on these issues that we, you know, talk about. We had long talks about trending, you know, what was kind of happening in the food policy space. We had, we talked about ideas that, you know, we would be, we hoped, and in her opinion, would be engaging and relevant. And she just really had her finger on the pulse. And, and like, you know, from anything from like the DACA uh, situation and how that affected the farming community to glyphosate to the upcoming activity on the farm bill, which we're definitely, you know, this is a topic we started talking about last season and we're I'm certainly going to be discussing a lot over the nine months. Um, she was just, you know, I, I really relied on her and was a pleasure to work with. Um, but, you know, don't, I just don't want you to just take my word for it. Um, I am really happy to be uh, joined in the studio today by somebody else who knew and worked with her, and that is Alexina Cather. Um, and uh, she can speak to what Hannah was like to work with as well. So Alexina is the deputy director of the uh, Food Policy Center, and um, she's a person I can say I'm so grateful to for introducing me to Hannah. Alexina, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jenna, and thank you for having me here to talk about Hannah. Um, I thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, can you tell us about how you, how did you meet Hannah? I first met Hannah via email in early 2017 um, when she reached out to me asking for an internship. And what um, what was your first impression of her? So I get a lot of probably weekly emails from people interested in internships, most who want to add to their resume and further their career. Um, but with Hannah, I could tell instantly that this wasn't the case. Uh, she was someone who truly, truly wanted to make the world a better place. Um, she had this quirky energy and excitement for life and being an agent of change that always made me smile and made me want to work a little bit harder. Um, she was such a hard worker that she quickly became more than just an intern at the center and was an integral member of our team. Um, she was someone that was really easy to work with and always eager to help whenever she was needed. And what kind of work um, did she do for you specifically? You know, like what what was the projects that she worked on with you? She worked on a little bit of everything. Um, she worked on some of our social media. She worked on planning events. Um, at the center, we run a number of editorial articles, and some of them are series, so she would help do research for those. Um, but anything that I needed, she was also a great you know, sounding board for me at the center, um, very thoughtful, well beyond her 19 years. Um, but most recently she was working, um, we did a food as medicine summit at the end of November and she was such a big part of planning and, um, running the event that day as well. She did uh, a lot of the social media, she met with vendors, she got donations, 
um, the event wouldn't have happened without her. She was, I, I think that that's incredible. I mean, this is, you know, having just her past two experiences. I mean, she was a double major at Columbia, and she had interned at some of the most, like, prestigious kind of food policy, food activism uh, centers in New York City to really, I mean, not that I'm not saying that my show is prestigious, actually. That's not really, I was was speaking of your experience and also, you know, kind of the past work that you did prior to Eating Matters. But she was so involved and engaged in, in in a ton of different things. And like, that is just an example of, you know, that's because she was just had this like joy for life and seemed like she wanted to take, you know, make the most of it and, you know, make the most of it in the work that she was really passionate about making a change in. Mm-hmm. Is there like a specific experience that um, you have had with her that you think defines the type of person that she was? Like, well, I, have, I mean, we had a lot of different experiences, but personally, just day to day, I would get texts and emails with Hannah, and they would always have extra exclamation points <laughs> and smiley faces, and I, I miss that, you know, a yeah. lot, not getting her um, excitement just through a text message, you could tell, and it made you want to work harder on the project because she was so excited about it. But as I mentioned before, back in the end of November, we had um, a Food as Medicine Summit, and it was our first all-day event at the center. So, uh, you know, there's a, a big learning curve for planning an all-day summit. And yeah, yeah it's really event planning is and, really hard. And we don't have an, a specific event planner on our team, so yeah. it's pretty lean. Um, so Hannah went from, she helped get a lot of the donations for the event. And then the day of, she showed up at 8 o'clock, ready to work. And I'd ask her, Hannah, can you go meet this person? Hannah, can you do this? Hannah, can you do that? And she was just so excited to do it all. You know, the worst than ever. And I rolled, I was like, of course, I've got it. No problem. And she put together the social media for the day so that people who were um, live streaming or tuning in via social media could really get a sense of being at the event. Um, and we had never even talked about a lot of the content that we needed. And she just, she nailed it. She just you know? did it. She just yeah, did she's it. New. And she was not, she didn't doubt herself. She was confident and um, giving and energetic and just a lovely person to be around. Yeah, she will be missed. Anything else that you want to share with us about her? Uh, you know, just um, when you and I found out about it, uh, it was really, really striking and sad. And I think it's just a reminder that every day, you know, we, we say this, but every day truly is a gift. And um, to not take them for granted, she did so, so much in her short 19 years, but would have done a lot more. Um, and yeah. when I think about that, it does make me want to give back more and work a little harder and just be appreciative of every single moment that we have. I think she'd really want us to remember that. Yeah. I think the thing that I thought about in addition to the tragic, I mean, it's just the whole thing is tragic. There's no other way that I can describe it. Um, But not only for the people who love her, loved, you know, her and and everything that she um, just was as a person, but I think I thought about, like, the world sort of writ large and how um, it's a huge loss for, for, you know, the collective, us collectively, um, because she was poised to continue to make such an important impact on, you know, just, I guess, on, on this world. That's not very well said, but... Anything she touched, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, and then I guess, is there uh, something you want to tell us about what you're doing at the center to honor her? So this, the center um, is really missing her, and we are going to um, have a scholarship in her honor, a Hannah White scholarship, um, that will go to students who are looking to do work in food policy. And um, specifically, the center, we work with policymakers, community-based organizations, academics, and the public to create um, healthier, more sustainable food environments. So we will be having a scholarship for um, any student looking to get involved in that space and work through the center, and that will be dedicated in Hannah's memory. Thank you for, for coming on and telling us about Hannah and your experience. Of course. Thanks for having me. Um, so it's really, you know, it's, it's difficult to describe someone like Hannah in a short, you know, 10 minute or so show, but I hope that it gives our listeners an idea of the amazing young woman that Hannah was. And for anyone listening that may have known her, I hope this gives you a sense of just how much she added to, um, you know, both of, you know, both the show and the work that Alexina did with her and, um, you know how much a part of the team that she was and and how much we loved her. We'll be back next week with our regular show, um, which Hannah helped together. This was helped put together. This was pre-recorded and it was the last episode that she worked on with me. Um, we'll be talking about uh, GIPSA, which is the acronym for the farmer fair practice rules. Um, and kind of what is going on with that in the policy space. And Claire Brown will be joining us, uh, who is a journalist from the New Food Economy, a publication. She's written a lot about this episode. And, you know, this is Hannah as a former farm apprentice. Um, you know, she was somebody who was a big champion for farmers and, and protection um, of them. And so this was a, you know, yeah, so I think you know it was a it was a an episode. Um, it was an issue that she cared about, and I'm um, happy that it was on a topic that was of relevance and importance to her. Um, I'm Jenna Liute, and th- you know I want to thank you again, Alexina, for coming on and sharing your experiences. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to talk about Hannah. With Hannah, um, uh, Hannah, we love you and and we miss you.